Boom. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Man, working with oh, numbers man. is probably the one thing no one likes to do, except our guest today. He's going to tell us how he <laughs> makes it happen. Shut up and sit down. The Business Bros Podcast was created for you. Learn from the business professionals who come to share their stories. Find out what's working in business on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of successful entrepreneurs out there doing the real work. And now, welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Yeah, <laughs> love that time. harmony. Nice. It is time for us to drop the heat. It's a beautiful day for it too. All right, all you business pros out there, before we jump into the show, just a quick reminder to please subscribe on whichever platform it is that you're listening to us on today. Give us a like, give us a follow, subscribe, drop a review, help other like-minded business owners find value from our awesome guests while we rise up in those podcast rankings. We'll sincerely appreciate every single one of you for it. And if you want to be a guest on the show, we'd love to have you on to learn from you as well. Go to www.businessbros.biz. Schedule your time slot. Don't forget to follow us on all our social medias at Business Bros Pod. All right. We are so excited. So honored to bring yet another incredible guest to the Business Bros Pod. It is that time of year, folks. Gather up your W-2s, your 1099s, your 1098s, and your 1040s because it is tax season and the tax man is going to collect. In order to get your taxes done right, you have to make sure that your accounting is all up to date. Now, I don't know about you, but QuickBooks is not my specialty. Our guest today is here to help. Providing bookkeeping, taxes, and accounting services for small business owners, they offer a full-service professional team of experts for any size firm, whether you're a one-person show working from home or a multi-location, high-volume corporation. Our guest has literally written the book on QuickBooks and can help you avoid the deadly sins of bookkeeping bookkeeping, including mixing personal and business expenses, inaccurately categorizing expenses, and having inaccurate financial reports. All of this can cost your company big time. So strap in to learn from one of the best. Joining us today from CapForge Bookkeeping and Tax, right here in sunny San Diego, author of QuickBooks Bookkeeping, the 10 Most Common Mistakes Everyone Makes and How to Fix Them. Welcome to the show, Matt Rimuzzi. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, Am. Here we go. I, I, You know what I didn't do? Rookie mistake here, dude. I didn't turn off the fire. Let's get back to the business bro show. Oh, here there we go. go. We're back. We're back. All right, Matt. Uh, let's was, just... was that fire? Was I hearing fire? Like You heard fire sound effects, dude. That's that's a, that's a, that's a new thing. That's where that's we're adding new thing. Shows, the sound effects. What, what? can I say? Right? Check yeah, that out. Me... I love it. Well done. Right, well so... done. Uh, Matt, let's, let's talk a little bit about what you've been doing here lately, right? What, what, how did you get into this whole space of bookkeeping? Well, I actually, years ago, I was doing business brokering. So business brokering is just helping small business owners look to sell their business. And the first thing you do when you business broker, when you, when you talk to a small business owner, you figure out how much is the business worth? How much could they sell for you? Say, okay, let's take a look at your financials. Let's take a look at your books. Right. And so often the story was yeah, funny. I don't have any books or my books are a mess or don't look at those. Fine. I'll do it myself. <laughs> Which is what everybody does. Right. They exactly. say they're going to do themselves. 
It never happens. They don't do it themselves or they do it wrong, which is worse, right? So business brokering wasn't my favorite thing to do. It was one of those feast or famine kind of businesses. You have a couple of good months with a bunch of commissions come in and then the next few months, nothing happens, no money. But there was always a demand for bookkeeping and the bookkeeping that was out there was terrible. One, because they were charging hourly rates and nobody likes to pay hourly because you never know when the clock stops, right? And if the guy's slow, or not good, you're paying for the hours they then take to fix it, or that they should have done it in three hours, they're charging you for six or whatever. People hate that. I hated that when I was a business owner of other businesses hiring bookkeepers. I always hated paying hourly. Two, the customer service always sucked. They'd take two, three weeks to get back to you, and the answer was never the answer to the question you asked. It was always something else, or they didn't explain it. They put it in an accountant instead of in like normal English, like you'd hope. So I thought, you know what, I could do this better so I cleaned up a spare bedroom and I got started with bookkeeping. And I had experience in accounting. I have an MBA. I knew how to do it, but I just thought there was a big opportunity here for small business owners to get better service, better pricing, and actually get it done. And so, you know, started out zero clients, then one, then two. Now we're over 900 clients. I've got 40 people that work here and we're killing it just based on great customer service and good pricing. And Every small business needs that, even if a lot of them don't want to admit it. I'm your huckleberry. Absolutely true. Well, Matt, like here's the here's the thing about this whole the, the bookkeeping space and small business, right? Is it costs money for somebody else to come on, but the the offset of that is when you don't know your numbers, you don't even know how profitable you actually are. Can you even afford to pay anybody? Like, you know, I, I re, it reminds me of the very first business James and I ever started. The, the way we did our bookkeeping was very simple. Money came in, we looked and paid the employees whatever they had, and if there was anything left over, it was a good day. If there wasn't anything left over, it wasn't a good day. But I never knew how profitable I was. I never knew, you know, what kind of trend I can have. I, there was no, post or like like planning to go forward anywhere everything was always reactive everything was always going backwards what are some of those key values that every business must have and it's vital for them to have this uh this bookkeeping service so that they can plan to move forward well i mean start with the most basic right everybody uh, starts out doing it the way you did right you look at the bank account and you say Either, either there's money in there, yay, or there's not that much, Ooh, I'm a little mm. nervous, right? But that doesn't tell you nearly enough. So the very first fundamental thing is, are you profitable, right? We had $10,000 in sales, we had 7,000 bucks in expenses, so we made $3,000, great. Now, next month, can we do better? That's just the baseline, is your business working or not working, right? If you had 10,000 in sales and 12,000 in expenses, that's not working and sooner or later you're going to be out of business so you've got to know fundamentally that but there's so much more that even basic bookkeeping can tell you like how much does it cost you to get a new customer and how much is a customer worth right if it costs you a hundred dollars to get a new customer but a new customer is worth a thousand bucks great we can probably spend some money on marketing and bring more new customers in but if it's cost you 500 bucks to get a new customer and a new customer is only worth 700 bucks, maybe not, or at least the $500 marketing plan is not the one to use. And then you can look at your general expenses. How much am I spending on payroll? Is it enough? Is it too much? Can I, am I understaffed and I could hire more and I could have better customer service? Or am I overstaffed? They've got too many people running around that I'm paying too much, I don't need them all. The, the more detail you have and can look at, 
the more you can make those decisions. And then you can compare month to month. Am I holding steady? Am I growing or am I getting worse? And if you're not paying attention to that, it's easy to get yourself into a position where you've taken on a bunch of expenses. Maybe you finally leased some space, you leased a vehicle, you're thinking about buying some equipment and hiring some people. And that's right when it turns out to be, you know, that you're not making as much money as you thought and you lose a contract or something and the whole thing falls apart. So planning shouldn't just be once a year at tax time when you figure out how much do I owe? Because even then you get surprised. Wow, I did better than I thought. I owe 25 grand in taxes. I don't have 25 grand. Right? You don't want to know that after the fact. You want to know that ahead of time. And then you could say, oh, I was going to buy a car for work. I could write that off. I could do this. I could do that. I could bring that $25,000 tax bill down to 10 grand. Or I could change from an LLC to an S Corp. And that would help me save taxes. But if you don't have that information, you're just paying money out for no reason, not realizing what you're losing and not being able to do anything about it. All right, you you said a lot there, and I know there are a lot of people out there who who don't speak accountant. So yeah. things like Section One Seventy Nine, where you're able to write some stuff off, things like you know making estimated tax payments, switching from an S corp to to uh, being taxed as a, like an LLC, a partnership, for example. You know, uh, there's all these different things that you just kind of that you say and accountants say and bookkeepers say but when we talk to a client we have to turn it into english right it's right. It's, a, it's it's a new language and i think that's one of the most daunting things when it comes to the bookkeeping is that we think it's just numbers but it's actually a, a, an entire lexicon it's a new language that you have to speak when you start speaking finance and that don't think it means what you think it means Exactly. Right. It's, it, you don't quite understand because it's different from speaking plumber or speaking doctor or speaking dentist. You know, all, everybody has their, their different languages. So let's let's kind of scale this thing back a little bit. Um, you know, when, when we're being proactive, right, when you're when you were talking about, you know, being able to see those numbers, uh, what is it that somebody needs to turn into you or, or like what's that process look like so that we can start looking at some of these things proactively? Right. And I 100% agree, not meaning to throw out, um, you know, a lot of jargon, but it is definitely a jargon filled kind of thing. But we try to break it down for clients to make it as easy as possible, speak plain English and keep going. Hey, do, does this is this make sense? Because if not, let me break it down some more. Let me get it more basic for you till you're really clear on this, because I want our clients not just to get great financials from us, but that doesn't do any good if they don't understand them. Right. So we try to provide education and consultation with it, too. But what we want to get from our clients is just the basic information, their business bank account, their business credit card. If they've got loans, they've got a merchant account for their credit card processing or their payroll stuff. We're basically taking that raw data and then we'll do all the hard work. We'll figure it out, how it breaks down, how it goes into different categories, which counts as income. Well, that money that came in wasn't income, it was a loan. We'll put it in all the right places and then we'll give it back to them in a way that's super usable for them. Okay, here's how much came into the business, right? Then here's the different ways it went out. Some was payroll, some was rent, some was insurance, whatever, right? Here's the different amounts that came out and then here's what's left. And now based on here's what's left, let's figure out how we can optimize you for taxes too. So you get to keep as much of this as possible. And it's a lot of what you don't know is what kills you, right? So people, they never take the time to work with a professional like us. They try to do it themselves. They file with TurboTax and they don't realize they're missing deductions. They don't realize they could have made a few changes that would have saved them a ton of money. 
And that's what I want to help them with is just that education as much as anything else. Hey, let me let me help you save a ton of money. And whatever you're paying me, my goal is that I save you that times two or times three. So I'm not a cost to you. I'm an investment. If you could give me two grand and I could give you eight grand back, wouldn't you do that all day long? That's what I'm trying to offer to small business owners. But a lot of them just see the two grand and go, oh, I don't need to spend two grand. But dude, give me two and I'll give you eight. How about, that? does that sound better? That's what we're going for. Yeah, that, you know, and and the, the thing about what you just said there is that most people don't know that you can get them an extra two grand or six for that matter, right? Because they don't know what their numbers actually are in the first place. They're they're right. so focused on just making that ends meet that they don't know wh whether they're going up or whether they're going down. Uh, and then we run into years like 2020, right before mm -hmm. tax season starts, legislation passes, and then all of a sudden, what was supposed to be a mediocrely, you know, complicated tax year turns into a cluster with including stimulus payments that sound awesome until you don't actually know where to report them, or are they taxable? Is unemployment taxable this year? All these questions that you have, and what do we do as, as you know, we'll call them normies, right? Non-accountant people. <laughs> uh, what do we do? We go to TikTok for our answers. We go to Facebook for our answers. Uh, and, and we think what we find there is an actual answer rather than going straight to a professional. So you how can't do, handle the truth. How do, how do we pick one bookkeeper from another bookkeeper from the information that we find, uh, you know, on, on Facebook or on Twitter to kind of figure out what is the way to go and how do I pick a good bookkeeper? Right. Well, I mean, one of the things I suggest to people is, you know, you can look at reviews, you can get referrals from people, you know, and trust who are working with somebody, but also just kind of understanding who you're talking to and where they're coming from. So a lot of accounting people, like we said, they're good at accounting maybe, but they're not good at talking to people. They're not good at breaking it down into plain English. They're not good at offering the education part. They just kind of say, oh yeah, your stuff's a mess. And then, okay, here's your financials back. There you go, I did it all right, it's all right. But don't ask me any questions, I'm not interested, right? So we try to take the, I'm an entrepreneur too approach. I've owned a lot of other businesses in addition to this one. I get where you're coming from because I've been you. I've been the small business owner that wasn't so clued in on this stuff. And I know what questions I would have had. So I try to put myself in the shoes of each person that comes in to talk to me. And I go, okay, if I was running your business, here's what I would think would be important. Here's what I would look at. And here's how I can help you see that better. I can help you get numbers that make sense to you that you can track month over month and see how things are going and, and have a better idea. And then I will keep filling you in and making sure that you don't fall off the cliff. It's like we're walking along a balance beam, right? And you keep trying to fall off one side or the other and I'm gonna keep straightening you out. Nope, do this, avoid that, stay, stay on this rate. This is gonna keep you sort of in the best uh, lane for where you're at, for what you're aiming for whether it's growth or more profits or keeping more of the money out of your, you know, you keep it versus paying it in taxes. That's what I'm going to try and do for you. One business owner to another, not sort of like where I sit on this big high bench and I say, oh, I'm a CPA and I'm going to tell you all these rules that you don't really understand. And you're like, oh, I guess I just believe you because I don't really know. I want to educate you. I want to help you be smarter about running your own business in a way that works for you. Thanks, Jessica. Skills I have acquired over a very long career.
And that's true. And here's the, here's the, the greatest part. And I, I don't think this is where clients kind of, kind of miss out is when you're not having to deal with the data entry, where you don't have to learn about what a general ledger is, where you don't have to learn about a journal entry or anything like that. You're just focusing your attention on what you're good at. All of a sudden, when you do sit down on a monthly or quarterly or reviewing your P&Ls, you know, looking at projections, you can have questions that you don't have to figure out the answers to. You can ask the questions that are going to drive your business in the direction that you want to go in. So when clients come and work with you, uh, what, wh how often do they meet with you? How often do they get to review their P&Ls with you? Do, you know, maybe some tax planning ahead of time? What's that look like from a client's perspective? So it's really up to the client. The way we do it is when we give you a quote for bookkeeping service, it includes unlimited support. So some people take great advantage of that and they have a lot of questions other people only check in once a quarter or whatever you know or they feel like they've got it handled some people spend a lot of time in the first few months and then after we've kind of educated them they're a little bit more on top of it but then when stuff comes up like hey i'm gonna buy a work truck and i heard there's some kind of tax thing you're right there is if it's over six thousand pounds and it's this and it's that then you could potentially write off a huge amount of money and so you know that one thing you were looking at that's only 5,700 pounds gross vehicle weight, maybe you don't buy that one, buy the, the next step model. Cause even though it's a few thousand bucks more, it's going to be a huge write-off. So, you know, we're happy to field those questions at any point. Cause I can't, you know, say exactly when you're going to need me. Right. So I just say, look, we're going to put into the price unlimited support. When you need me, you need me. Cause again, that's why I hate hourly. Right. Cause people are afraid to call. Cause like, well, if I call, they're going to start billing me. So I'm not going to ask these questions. I'm going to save them all to the end and try and get them in real fast and talk real fast. So I save the money. Like, dude, I could have saved you much more if you called me six months ago, but now you've already done the damage. I can't unwind what you did. So I don't want to disincentivize people to call me. So I just say, look, unlimited support is included. If you want to talk to me and get my help, I want to help you when you need the help. And then when you're done help, you know, done asking questions, go run your business and I'll talk to the next person. That's that's the way to do it in my opinion. Oh, no, I 100% agree. The 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 hourly is kind of getting it, it's working its way out. I'm, I've been reading this book called uh, Z Economy, and it's funny how that Generation Z, that you know those those kids that we think of kids that are you know the oldest ones now 25, by the way, um, but but those kids are really shaping the way we do business going forward. That customized approach is not just something that is a unique selling proposition. It's expected. Like there's there's clients and customers right now that are like, look, everything I do, I need a customized approach for what I'm looking for. Amazon customizes their approach. Even Walmart, not if you go in the store, but you can set up your stuff so that it reminds you of what things that need to get done. We expect things to be customized and accessible as easily as possible. So when, when you're, when you're working with clients and they're getting that customs, that custom service that you're look, that you're talking about, what kind of, uh, forward planning are we looking for in a particular business? What is it that they're looking for when they come to you and they finally start working with you to help them move in that forward direction? So usually they're looking for a few different things. One is they're kind of looking for cash flow forecasting, right? It, the key to any business is having enough money to pay your bills. So they want to say, you know, okay, if I do this much in sales for the next six months and these are kind of my expenses, how much am I going to actually have that I can spend on stuff, right? So we'll help them with that. Okay, well, let's take these projections. We can tweak them a little bit. You know, you can go up and down. Are you busy around Christmas time? Are you busy in the summertime? Whatever, we'll dial it in for you. And then, okay, 
if you hit these milestones, if you hit this much in sales and you hire these many people along the way, this is how much cash you're going to have. And they go, oh my God, that's such an eye opener. That is awesome because up till now, I had no idea. It was like a crapshoot every month. I had no idea how much cash I was going to have. The other thing that people will like to you know, get help on is just general sort of growth strategy. They're like, you know, I'm a cabinet maker. I'm a, I'm a chiropractor. I own a restaurant, but I don't really know business, right? How, how should I be thinking about this as a business? How can I work on the business instead of in the business? You know, that old sort of saying about trying to understand your perspective and your relation to your business as an owner. So we'll sit down and again, kind of try and talk through, okay, well, you know, here's what it would take to increase sales. If you increase sales, here's the expenses that'll go up. Here's the expenses that won't go up. And that's it. This is how it'll affect your bottom line. Once we have the numbers in the books in a way that we can consistently look at and see trends, then it's it, a lot of times it jumps out at them. Even before we have the conversation, just by giving them good, consistently done, accurate bookkeeping and go, oh, wow, I didn't realize that. Oh, look, the costs are going down as I order more and this is going up. And well, yeah, I have a, I, this gives me a lot of ideas. I know because before you couldn't see anything. <laughs> I just like, I surrender to your will. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like, I flipped the light switch on and they're like, oh, wow. It's like, I didn't realize all this stuff was in here. So it's just as much it's it's as much just getting the process started that gets people thinking about it than anything that extra that we're adding. It's like if you're trying to train to do a race or something, but you never timed yourself, right? You like never paid attention to how far you ran or how fast you ran. Are you going to get better? Probably not, right? But by now keeping score and really using certain metrics and saying, you know, having a training plan just by doing that you're like, oh, wow, I, I'm seeing improvements because I'm measuring what I'm doing and I'm seeing where I'm falling short and I'm picking up the pace. Like, oh, yeah, it's like it's like a miracle. No, really, it's just getting organized. And here's the other part. Once once you know where you're at and you, you, you the cool thing about what you were just describing was you, you start to develop and, and see some creative opportunities that are within your business structure. Right. Because you have you have the resources now, you know, you have the projections now you're able to kind of make an educated guess in the direction that you want to go. Because let's face it, every time you take a risk in business, you're, you're guessing, you're hoping that it's going right. to work out. But it's a more educated guess, which is which is vitally important. Um, uh, and how many of your of, of the people you work with or yourself uh, connect with other people as strategic partners to kind of make things grow? And and how how important is it for you and your in your organization to say, hey, you know what, that, that is a great idea. I know somebody who might be a good fit to work with, and you make those kinds of connections. A lot. I mean, for our business, almost all of our business comes from referrals from people we know we've partnered with you know podcasts like this that i've been on we do virtually no or very little paid marketing it's really by connecting with people who have an audience or a client base or something who could benefit from what we do and providing education and providing you know i always give before i get right i always want to let me provide you some content let me let write you a blog article let me do a video with you or be on your or on your podcast and provide some education and then if something comes out of that back great if not no worries but that's how we've built our business so if you look at your business whatever it is and say who else is working with the same people that i'd like to work with in a non-competitive way is there a way I can reach out to them, offer them something, 
provide something for the people that they're working with. And then maybe in exchange, I'm they're gonna, you know, then refer me or bring me in or introduce me to their people. And we can grow that way. If you can create that kind of partnership, it's so much more powerful than marketing because when people come through that channel, they're not uh, they're already they're already sold, right? You don't have to give them a hard sell. You kind of just say, oh yeah, great. I'm glad you came from so and so. We're great friends with them. We do a lot of work together. And you know, this is how we work. This is what we do. This is our pricing. If that's of interest to you, great. We'd love to work with you too. And they're oh yeah, let's do it. You know, because they trust whoever they came from, and they trust the fact that you're working together. So those kinds of things, if you're looking to grow your business, are huge. And for us, I mean, we do a lot of stuff, but we don't do everything. So if I can say to somebody, oh, you're looking for insurance. Uh, we don't do insurance, but I've got a great person for you to talk to. Or you're looking for a marketing agency. We don't do marketing, but I've got a great person I can send you to or whatever it is. Then they appreciate me sending them to somebody. They don't have to go out and do their own research. And they trust my referral because they know I do good work and they know I'd only send them to somebody I know does good work. And so they go over to whoever I suggested and, and off they go. And that person's got a new client and it's a win-win. And I think one of the best things you can do in business is create sort of a circle of referrals, not sort of the cheesy ones where you meet in a you know breakfast place at eight in the morning and everybody trades referral slips, right? It doesn't have to be that, um, but a legitimate, I work with these people because I know they're good at what they do and they'll take care of you. And then you send them anybody that you work with that could benefit from them and then it'll start coming back the other way and everyone wins including the people that you're referring around because they're getting you know sent to somebody who can really help them i love that 60 percent of the time it works every time <laughs> every time right and that's that's part of the ask right that's part of the ask and, and i'll do it right here publicly for example you know, and, and this is one of the cool things is is having that network of people. And so Jessica was the one who referred us over to you and, and made that connection. Uh, that whole everybody over there at Full Scale and everybody over there at the Startup Hustle TV, they're doing some great stuff. And the yeah. networking, the connections are huge. So, you know, we own an insurance agency, so we'd love to be one of your referral partners. And and I'm always one of those that we give value before we take anything in, in return. So I'm going to I'll offer it for you and you can think it over. But I would love to create your social media content for you and, and and run that for you and in exchange maybe we get referrals but you know and, and i'll let you sit and think about that but but at the same time this is one of, the, of those things ladies and gentlemen that i want to make sure that you guys are aware of having a platform like this having a podcast meeting people like matt every single day giving them giving them the opportunity to share their message and what they're doing that is a value add that you can add to any business. So I'm going to take this second to drop that cheap plug, ladies and gents. Make sure you go to businessbros.biz so you can find out more about how to create content so that you become visible. And when people Google your name, you're going to show up because you have content going out. Just go to businessbros.biz so we can help you guys out. Matt, um, you know, the the... I remember after my first business failed um, and I was... I was trying to figure out what went wrong. I ended up going back to school and I got my degree in accounting and understanding uh, how money flows and how it works and how to actually do some bookkeeping made everything else easier. I, I still do some of my bookkeeping, but a lot of my data entry gets done um, in, in other places. And now I can read my PL statements a little bit differently than when I did before. Um, when you work with a client who comes in, who's never done any sort of bookkeeping, but after they've done some work with you can now look at a profit and loss statement, can look at the balance sheet or a statement of cash flows and read it 
Like how, how does that change them as individuals and their confidence level in the business world? I think it's a huge eye opener for people to be able to understand, because honestly, a lot of people approach it from a place of fear and, and ignorance and they don't, but they don't want to feel stupid, but they feel stupid. And so they just sort of like, oh, I don't want to get into that. Or, oh, I hate accounting. Or, I'm not a numbers person. You know, I hear that all the time. Oh, I'm not a numbers person, but once they kind of, I sit down with them and I show them, look, it's not complicated and you're, you're not stupid. This it's, it's, it's its own language, but let me teach you because it's not that hard to learn. We'll do all the hard work, putting it together, but I want you to see this because this is your business. This is what you're spending all your time every day working on. These are your results. I want you to see this and see how it's going and how well you're doing. And we go through it and I show them, this is what this is and this is what it means. This is how we get it and on and on. And then they're kind of like, wow, that's pretty cool. That's I did. I, yeah. Pat yourself on the back. You did a great job. You had, you know, this much came into the business, a business that didn't exist until you created it. And now it's pulling money in. Right. And now you're paying these things out and your money, your hard work, your idea is supporting other people and their families and supporting you and your family. This is pretty cool stuff. And this is how you can continue to build on that and make it even better and even more successful. And they're like, wow, that I'm thank you for showing me. I feel much better now. And I feel like I can use this to improve. And I'm like, yeah, that's the goal. That's what we're trying to do here. So yeah, I think when you open people's eyes to that and show them what they can get out of it, they are very appreciative and they take it and run with it and they use it in a way that they didn't even realize they were missing before that. It's, it's eye-opening. It, it's just really eye-opening when you can look at your business from that point of view. And I think the school system is actually the one thing that kind of scared us away. First of all, they didn't teach us that in regular high school, right? We, we didn't learn that stuff. But second, for many people, they were afraid to look at their report card. I mean, they didn't really want to look at it because they knew what it actually said about them, right? Whether they were doing their homework or not, whether they understood the information or not. But in real life, in real life, you need to look at your report card. You need, and, and I'm not, in, in, this goes far beyond business. You need to look at your financials as on a personal level. So you, I'm sure you have clients that have higher end uh, net worth that have uh, investment portfolios, not necessarily a business per se, but they still need to look at their numbers the same exact way that a business does and not be, well, I mean, maybe be afraid of what you see, but at least look at it, you know, it, it's the difference, you know, the matrix, the red pill and the blue pill, as long as you're oblivious, you're an ostrich with your head in the sand, you're never going to advance or go wherever you want to go. You're going to be living in that fear because you just don't know. So um, if people want to get a hold of you, if they want to work with you, Matt, uh, how can, how can they get your information and how can they get a hold of you? Sure. So the best place to go is just go to the website, capforge.com. Uh, there's a contact form on there. There's our phone number on there. We're also on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, we've even got a couple of YouTube videos up. Um, we're on Facebook, but just go to the website. That's the most direct capforge.com. You can email us from there, call us from there. And the consult is always free. I'm happy to talk to anybody. There's no cost. Just, you know, tell me where you're at. If we can help you today. Great. If we can't help you today, but I, you know, not to, to not sign up for services, but I can still talk to you. And then six months from now, when you're big enough and you're ready to, to join or, you know, we can help you then. Great. 
Um, I'm really about, like I said, I'll, I'll provide the education now. You can use it now. And if I, you can come back to us later or not, you know, that's up to you. But, um, you know, don't not go because you're afraid of what you're going to hear or you think it's going to cost too much because it's not. It's, a, you know, the smaller you are, the less it costs. We really try to keep our prices in line with the size of the business. Um, and I, like I said, I want to give you more back than whatever you spend with me. So whatever I'm going to charge you, I want you to make sure that you're getting two, three, four times that value back. So it doesn't feel like a cost. It feels like an investment that's paying dividends. Matt, thank you very much for coming on the show and sharing. Ladies and gents, look, that's really what it comes down to. Don't hide from it. You can't hide from your money that's coming in. You can't hide from the numbers that you're in the accounting. It's not going to disappear. Don't throw that hat on yourself. Let a professional help you. Professional help will turn you more into a professional so that you can go out there and make the money that you need to make. Ladies and gents, it's all we got for you guys today. Matt, thank you very much for hopping on and giving us all that vital information. Let's face it, you know, we might lie about where we're at, but our numbers don't lie, ladies and gents. Your numbers don't lie. Thanks we'll talk for to you guys tomorrow. Me. See ya. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you looking to get more clients or to increase your income? Hernan, the business bro, can help you generate referrals through the power of podcasting. And James, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, can help you effectively add insurance to your existing business. If you are ready to create wealth today and generational wealth for tomorrow, email businessbros at csfirst.com to schedule a free consultation or join the Business Bros Network, www.businessbros.biz.